corners of the paper. Is there nothing sisters don't know about each other? Nothing they don't compare? Even penmanship or note-taking abilities? Did a tiny piece of me still need to disprove her view of me as a hysteric that I always felt wasn't fair, and yet was probably, at least compared to her, accurate? With sisters, is the competition always marching side by side with devotion? Does it get to be pure love when one of them is dying, or is the beast always hidden somewhere? Our relationship was so firmly fixed that every day when I went to the hospital, I would think, I'll eat when I get there. That's what I always thought when we wrote together at her apartment. Nora had a great refrigerator. There was often half a turkey in it or fried chicken in baggies. Nora will have something for me to eat. Sick with cancer and from chemo. Was not computing. The odds against her facing death. And still I was expecting to be fed. Usually there was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that Nick, her husband Nick Pelleggi, had made that she didn't eat and I did. Everyone involved was steadfast. Everyone was devoted and remarkable. This woman, for whom four were better than two, eight better than four, twelve better than six, the more the merrier, this woman, for whom entertaining was joy, art, obsession, and religion, was reduced to the same small rotating cast, all struggling to make her happy, all praying, except none of us pray, for healthy blood cells to sprout, for the marrow to be fertile. Nora thanked me by sending me roses. Two dozen gorgeous plump peach roses in full bloom. The sister in the hospital sending flowers to the one who is not. I have thought a lot about this. More than anything, I think about this. There are things a person does that you could talk about forever. They are key. They reveal character. They unlock secrets. I think Nora sending me flowers was that. It meant flat out. I love you. Did the note say that? I'm not sure. I think it was simply love Nora. It could have been XX Nora. My blanks in memory even include important emotional things like that. It also meant thank you, obviously. She was grateful for my presence, although gratitude was... Well, my presence wasn't anything I needed to be thanked for. It was hard to be away from her. Leaving felt like abandonment. It felt obscene that I could leave that place and she could not. It seemed impossible. It felt dangerous to leave. Being there was an imperative. There was no way to be anyplace else. Nora's sending me roses. Not only painfully sweet, but how difficult it must have been for her to be needing care, to be dependent, vulnerable, a tiny difficult, a tiny horrible compared to the trap door about to open, but still not a place she was comfortable. Don't misunderstand. All I'm saying is those roses had subtext, a heartbreaking way to have a bit of control, to get to the place where she lived, the driver, not the passenger. Those roses were all that in addition to being a gift of love. Nora was brilliant at giving. Something was always arriving by messenger, ginger cookies she brought back from San Francisco, peanut butter cookies from Seattle, chocolate marshmallow drops. She would call. These are amazing. I'm sending some down to you this very second. Last Christmas, she gave us down jackets that my husband Jerry and I lived in. I not only wore mine outside all winter, but often in the kitchen when I was cooking because it was so light and warm at the same time. Once I came home from a birthday dinner, I hadn't had any cake, and I love cake. As I walked into the lobby of my building, I thought, Nora will have sent me a cake, and the doorman said, I have a package for you. It was my favorite.
the yellow cake with pink frosting from Amy's bread. So brilliant at giving. At receiving? Not so much. After years of hunting in vain for something she would like for Christmas or her birthday, I pretty much picked the first possibility and let go of the impossible, that I might please her. Occasionally, she might anoint something randomly. Her sporadic, unpredictable seal of approval was brilliant power-wise. Power was something she had an innate understanding of because it could keep a person hoping. A friend of hers mentioned to me with considerable pride that Nora liked her brisket. Once, I gave Nora a backpack purse. A week later, I went to the store and bought one for myself. I was pretty sure that the purse I purchased was the very one I'd given her that she'd brought back. When I wore it to her house a few weeks later, she said, Oh, I love that. I want one. I said, Get real. I gave it to you and you returned it. And the same thing happened in the hospital. She sent me to a store that specializes in hats for women who have...